Hello, everyone. Thanks again for joining us on Order Up, the podcast from the National Restaurant Association. I'm Carly McBride, Marketing Program Manager and your host for this week. For today's episode of Order Up, we're featuring the Pathways Program from the Multicultural Food Service and Hospitality Alliance. Along with anchor sponsor PepsiCo, MFHA launched Pathways to Social Equity Franchise Ownership. It's an innovative program that equips potential Black owners to operate high-performing businesses. Pathways represents a strategy to impact systemic change in the industry by introducing an ownership model that is based on social equity and supported by industry leadership. MFHA has joined with Fourth Movement, an LA-based social equity organization that vets, trains, and partners with individuals from underserved communities to own and operate competitive businesses. Fourth Movement strives to remove barriers to Black ownership entry and accelerate ownership outcomes for those seeking new opportunities to own, manage, and expand their careers through food service franchisee ownership. Joining me today is Jerry Fernandez, president and founder of MFHA, and Kareem Webb, the CEO of Fourth Movement. So to learn more about Pathways, visit mfha.net or email info at mfha.net to speak with a member of the team. And to view this presentation with slide visuals, please visit the link in our show notes. Now, I'll hand the floor over to Jerry and Kareem to share more about the tremendous work of the Pathways program. Hi there. I'm Jerry Fernandez, president of MFHA, the Multicultural Food Service and Hospitality Alliance. And welcome to our session today, where we want to introduce you to Pathways to Black Franchise Ownership, one of MFHA's newest initiatives, and it's designed to increase the number of African-American uh, black franchisees in the restaurant hospitality space. We're hoping that after Kareem and my colleague and I finish our session, that you will push this out to any and everyone you know who's in the franchising world. Uh, we want them to know what we're doing, and we want to have an opportunity to talk with them live about what a great opportunity this is. Now, the Pathway Program came about as a result of some of the events of last year, 2020, as we all know, probably the most challenging time in the food service industry in my career, that's for sure, uh, when it comes to how the business was had to face uh, very difficult issues around the pandemic. And then, of course, the racial reckoning that was brought about as a result in part because of the George Floyd event. It, it really raised people's awareness uh, around a level of racial inequity that's been going on for for a very long time. And so with the uh, gift of $2.5 million from the PepsiCo folks, we were able to launch Pathways. So MFHA is a educational nonprofit. We've been around since 1996, and we are the host of the management side of the Pathways to Black Franchising. As I said, PepsiCo's $2.5 million commitment over five years is part of a bigger commitment that they've made to racial equity. And we partnered with Fourth Movement. Oh, I'm going to ask Kareem to introduce himself in just a moment. And our vision is to build a sustainable model to create black personal wealth through franchising. Sustainable, not something that will will fail after a few years, but something that we know will, will stand the test of time. And we really want to get the industry to rally around the concept of 
creating pathways to ownership for, for black owners. We, we're doing quite well with franchises for some immigrant groups, but, but the uh, black or African-American group needs, needs a lot more attention so we could get it parity. And our real objective is to develop and identify these franchisees, partner them with brands like yours to, to participate in the program to create 100 black restaurants over the next two years and then scale it up to over 1,000 in five years. So why black franchising? Oh, because we know our industry is the most diverse, but we only have 8% ownership um, when it comes to African-Americans. And when you look at franchising, that number is probably even smaller. Uh, we don't have recent data to share, although the IFA is doing some work on that right now as we speak. So as I said, MFHA is the project manager. We've been around for quite some time, 25 years this year. And our mission is to create opportunities for people of color in our industry. Uh, and we'll provide the overall project management, uh, recruit board companies, uh, work on identifying the financial partners and the, and the funding source, uh, and then work with our partner, Fourth Movement. So, Kareem, I'm going to ask you to talk a little bit about uh, Fourth Movement and kind of what you all bring to the table. Kareem? Well, thanks, Jerry, and thanks for everybody who's taking the time to tune in and learn more about what we're up to at Pathways. Uh, listen, I'm a second-generation franchisee. I'm a franchisee of Buffalo Wild Wings, and uh, my parents were McDonald's franchisees. So I know firsthand the power of restaurant ownership and leveraging proven concepts like many of you, you know, manage and work with uh, to be able to really change outcomes for, for individuals, for families, and ultimately for communities. That's what we're up to here. And what we do is align uh, with brands. Uh, in order to find out exactly, you know, what is the franchising model? Every single brand has a different approach to um, how they're growing. They're at different stages of their company. They have uh, different appetites for how many franchisees they want in their system and the average number of units per franchisee. So, you know, we start by really kind of doing a deep dive in terms of what works for a brand. And then we couple uh, brands with individuals that we vet and train and in a meritorious process, you know, and then uh, marry those folks with concepts, with brands, uh, people that we know are going to be prepared to take advantage of these opportunities. We also go find the money. So what's also important is that uh, we help to finance individuals and they got these opportunities to be franchisees. To Jerry's point, kind of post 2020, and in the post-George Floyd era, so to speak, uh, there's a lot of alternative capital and resources that are available to help uh, create outcomes that foundations and folks in the nonprofit community really want to see. And we know how to access those folks and how to partner those people with qualified and deserving individuals who will actually accrue a lot of value to your brand because they will live and breathe the success of that business. This is the key to changing their lives and their families' lives. We're totally excited about it. Couldn't be more happy about uh, Fourth Movement. We are a, uh, a really a training business, training company with Jerry Fernandez, the MFHA, the NRA, and, and our presenting you know, sponsors, Pepsi, who's been uh, absolutely wonderful to work with. So I'm um, looking forward to getting phone calls from you and, and referrals so that we can talk to folks more about what we're up to. 
Well, Kareem, you bring up a good point. You know, uh, MFHA has uh, is entering its fourth, almost fifth year of partnering with the National Restaurant Association to advance uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And this is just another one of those programs where we'll be able to leverage and create greater opportunity for people of, of difference in our industry. Now, you should know that uh, MFHA was selected by Harvard Business School's Community Action Partners. That's a a nonprofit group that provides pro bono consulting services to nonprofits, which they select on an annual basis. And we, we were identified as somebody they thought would, would benefit from them. So we've got eight cap team members. They're all alum of um, the Harvard Business School, the Kennedy School of Government, uh, obviously very bright and capable and accomplished individuals who've been helping us think through the process. Additionally, we have an advisory group that MFHA has been able to access that includes five uh, former chairman and CEOs of publicly held restaurant companies, all who happen to be African-American. Uh, and uh, four of the five have come out of franchising background. So we feel very fortunate that we have their assistance as well. Now, Kareem, talk a little bit about how we target brands and why we looking at fast casual and then uh, talk about the candidate profile. We have four pathways to ownership, but but the, the crown jewels and the centerpiece is the is the aspiration of the social equity model. So Kareem, tell them about how we targeted brands or how we target brands and how they might want to get involved. Yeah. So, you know, first of all, you know, in order to, to stand somebody up in a business, you know, you're, you really want to kind of reverse engineer how much does somebody make? What is success in this program? Well, success is that somebody is installed into a business that's sustainable and ultimately successful and that they do so in a way that adds a lot of value to the brand, not just because they're paying franchise fees, but also because they are stewards of the opportunity and additive in the community in which they operate their business. And so, you know, we look at fast casual first and foremost, because the sweet spot for us is, is a brand that's going to do more than a million dollars in average unit volume, um, that the cost of entry is somewhere probably less than $700,000 to all in. Uh, and that we have the ability to then go 100% finance that that individual, and that there's going to be enough margin in the P&L, enough profitability there that that individual is going to make significantly more than they would as a general manager. They're going to receive the kind of dividends and income that would be consistent with living equitably wherever that business is and in that community. To be able to afford to buy a home in time, send their kids to competitive schools, and really get competitive health outcomes for themselves and their families and build wealth. That's the American dream. That's what we're attempting to facilitate, you know, through our industry. And that's the sweet spot, obviously, you know, which is why we like to talk to everybody that we can. There are hybrid approaches. There's one approach that says, you know, one unit, one operator. There might be another approach that says we want a more seasoned individual who's got, you know, maybe a lot more experience in the industry has already been a multi-unit manager, but not an owner and a couple them with an opportunity to maybe be, you know, kind of a regional player or have multiple units and to finance that. And then the folks that come and work and run um, the individual units um, under that person might be more of an operating partner, still making more income than they would have as a general manager, but there's just, a multitude of different ways that we can kind of fit puzzle pieces together. This is why we call it pathways, because there's several ways in which we can ultimately create more equity in communities, you know, with African-American 
franchisees, but do so in a way that is consistent with um, the interests of the brand and how the brand is already operating. Thanks, Kareem. Um, the other piece that's important is the element is Kareem provides this tremendous leadership and personal development training of about 12 to 14 weeks. And then we'll augment that with business ownership. There's some already included in Kareem's training, but we're working with some of the other entities out there, IFA and a few others, the National Restaurant Association's uh, apprenticeship program and serve success are ones that we're going to leverage to make sure that we have all the right combination of pre-opening operations, people skills, and business skills to make sure that these individuals have the best chance for success. Um, and so one of the things that Kareem talked about is a model that allows us to create new financial funding opportunities. So Kareem, tell them a little bit about what every table is doing out there on the West Coast. You're obviously very involved, but this is a concept that's already been successful with social equity. Tell us a little bit about that, if you would, please. Yeah, it's my pleasure, Jerry. Well, I'm, I'm fortunate to be a friend of the CEO and founder and on the board of a concept called Every Table, who is doing exactly what we're doing, what we're talking about doing here right now and doing it successfully. They're in a, in a pretty uh, rapid growth uh, mode. They're opening upwards of 40 new units over the course of the next two years, all with 100% financed, what they call social equity owner operators. And these owner operators have been 100% financed and funded through local foundations, some local and national foundations, both in Los Angeles and across the country, who um, you know invest really kind of through financing these opportunities at very low interest rates. So 2% interest rates in order to facilitate this. We know that there's, an, there's a big appetite in that community, in the foundation community for what's called program-related investments. And this is um, your concept, proven concepts mitigate a lot of the risk. Listen, what we know is that people who come from under-resourced communities by and large are running a lot of America's franchises and food and outside of food. And we know that these folks have the acumen to be able to do the schedule, do the inventory, manage teams, small teams, medium-sized teams, and even and larger teams. Get promoted like many of you who started at the unit level and are now on the corporate side. Uh, are people who just via the birth lottery and where they were born, the families they were born into, didn't have all of the same opportunities as some others. And they entered the work world in the franchise space or in the multi-unit space in retail. But if they were given the support to be able to have access to the resources and an opportunity to actually own, these people will be successful owners as well. And so what we do is uh, in a meritorious process. So if there's, you know, 10 opportunities, we'll probably be training upwards of 50 people. And so that we can take them through 12 weeks of really personal development training, overcoming some of the traumas that are consistent with, you know, kind of growing up and coming from under-resourced communities, taking a good look at themselves as leaders and installing some techniques as, as a leader in a, in a community-conscious person, really challenging them about their own integrity and motor, ensuring that over time, over this 12 weeks, that they've demonstrated that they are really the cream of the crop. And we do that in partnership with our brand partners before we kind of deliver them to the more operational aspect of 
the standard operating procedures of any brand. So the thing uh, around the funding model is MFHA is working with some of our uh, partners here to stand up a, a, a social equity fund that will host and, and hold this money. And then this money will be used to to finance these franchisees as they complete the training. Now, there'll be some cases of traditional bank funding for those more established operators, but the exciting part of this is to, to be able to really create opportunity uh, in communities that have been, that have suffered over time from those opportunities themselves. So here's the brands that we have begun to talk to uh, that are um, under consideration and uh, also the funding. So we've, we've got a, a proposal with the Ford Foundation, Rockefeller Fellow Brothers, and also Blue Meridian as uh, a potential to support the the uh, franchise fund. Um, and so there are some things that, that the brands themselves will benefit from. Um, obviously, as you've heard Kareem talk about, access to highly productive, highly motivated franchise candidates. Um, secondly, we'll provide the training and the wraparound services to help these, these individuals be successful in a way that they might not been able to do if they weren't involved in the program. Uh, we'll also help secure a future pipeline of talent. Once we figure out which brands line up with with uh, which opportunities, we're going to be able to create a long-term sustainable uh, access to people who will be good candidates for, for your particular brand. Now, obviously, this program we will promote and you provide recognition for you uh, with your customers and your guests, your community, your stakeholders, your employees, you demonstrate that your company is, is out there uh, involved in the social equity uh, aspect of things. At the same time, you're going to build your cultural fluency from talking with, with communities of color, getting to understand the issues and the challenges and the opportunities, which you can leverage to, to the benefit of your business. And of course, the best practices we'll share with each and every one. So the uh, things that we commit, we expect to get from brands. Uh, and this is where we are right now, Cream, right? We're looking to get some people to commit to the vision and commit units to the social equity pathway. Do you want to say a little bit more about what, what's coming next, Kareem? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're at the point now where we're, we're talking to a lot of brands. We're far down in the, into the discussions at the LOI stage. And we just want to, you know, kind of increase our pipeline of people who are committed to this process. Jerry and I are 100% available to really kind of walk through what the possibilities are. And we also know up front that, again, like we kind of said at the beginning, every brand is a little different. And we are flexible in the way in which we can make things work. We're not looking for the reasons why not. We're looking for the reasons why this is all possible. And we're at the point now where we are jumping in with both feet. We've identified some funding partners. We, uh, we really understand the model. And we really want to, by the end of this year, be ha- having some not only some commitments, but in training, coming out of training and, and beginning the process of installing people into units. Right. So. We want to talk to you. If you're interested in growing franchising uh, in the black community, uh, we believe the franchising initiative that we've got here that we're standing up is going to be a success model for years to come. We're looking to partner with everyone and anyone who sees the value of, of creating opportunity that we're, we're there, you know, heretofore has not been very much. Like I said, uh, we're working with the Restaurant Association, the Educational Foundation of the Restaurant Association, IFA, and we'll talk with any and anyone who's interested in helping us move this agenda forward. So uh, if you're ahead of franchise development, we want to talk to you. 
go to the website, mfha.net, uh, and there's a screen that'll pop right up with table about pathways. Uh, give us a call, email us. Uh, we'd love to talk to you. So uh, thanks, Kareem, for your time this afternoon. Uh, we look forward to uh, having an opportunity to speak to people who are watching this video today and people who will watch it in the coming days and weeks so we can get this thing uh, rolled out. Thank you all for your time today, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to Order Up, the podcast from the National Restaurant Association. Follow us on your favorite podcast player and find out more at restaurant.org slash podcasts. Episode produced by Dante32.